What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church in Jackson, Missouri. If you're seeking a church family that can help you grow in your relationship with Christ, or maybe you just want to check us out online, be sure to check out our website, www.nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. I hope today's episode will inspire you and encourage you as you fulfill the destiny God has for your life and fulfill your divine purpose in God's master. Plan. Thanks for tuning and God bless. Okay. Are y'all ready? How'd they go? Y'all ready for this? So, wow, tonight I'm excited tonight, guys. We're gonna testify tonight. We're gonna testify tonight. So we've grown, right? We've pursued, what was that, we have adapted, right? And there's been, I've heard stories from stuff happening this week about people having opportunities to adapt to situations and stuff, so I know that we're in the right place. And I was going to end this series last week, and then God gave me another one, and I said, okay, Lord, I'll end it this week. And then he said, no, I'll give you another one. And I'm sitting at work today. And he gives me another one, so we're not done yet. We got this one and two more at least. So I wasn't I, I didn't anticipate that happening, but I'm excited about it. So all right, so I'll tell you what, let's open in prayer. So Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for being in this place with us, allowing all of us, God, to be here in your presence. Lord, we just pray you move. Move on our hearts. Father God, let our minds and our hearts be filled with only only with thoughts of you father help us god to let the day go let everything else go work our problems lord and let us just glorify you and think upon your goodness tonight in jesus name amen so we've grown we've been pursuing god and we are adapting to this new way of life that's been thrust upon us right we've been put into situations that we didn't necessarily want to be put into in this world with all the new diseases and all the new ideas and just all the new things that if we don't grab a hold and run with it, then we're racist or we're uh, bigots or we're homophobes or you, you name it. We're all, we're all something. And that's the way that the world has wanted us to look and think. And I'm sorry, but I refuse to do that because that's not who we are. Amen? We are Christians. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And we're called to speak the truth in love. And that's what we talked about last week was speaking the truth, but making sure that we speak it in love. So love and truth. So what is the next thing to do? Well, the next thing to do is I need somebody that can sing because y'all don't want to hear me do it. Go tell it on the mountain. Somebody sing it. The hills and every go. All right. The next thing we have to do is we have to go and we have to tell this world what has just happened to us. We have to testify to the world, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, what he has been doing in our lives. Because he has been moving in such a great way in my life and in this church, and I see it in so many members of this church's life, that God has been doing powerful things that if we, we can't sit on it. It should be just bubbling up inside of us that we got to let it out. And that's really where we need to be is telling everybody about what Jesus has done. So tonight, we're going to talk about what we do after our time of growth and after our pursuit 
of God. So we need to tell the world of his goodness and all that he has done. Let's talk in Matthew 28, verse 16 through 20. Gotta have a drink, guys. I'm sorry. Preachers talk too much and they get thirsty. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. The disciples had just spent three years with Jesus. Do you know what they did during that three years? It's really simple. We've been talking about it for three weeks. They, they, they were doing ministry, but they were growing. Because when Jesus found them, you know what they were doing? Not ministry. <laughs> so they spent three and a half years with Jesus. They were growing. And you know what they did everywhere they went? You know who led the pack? Jesus led the pack. What, were, what was everybody else doing? They were following him, so they were pursuing after him. Amen? They wanted to know more about him. They wanted to see, what's he going to do next? He just raised the dude from the dead. He can't top that. And Jesus is like, want to bet? Watch this. So they pursued after God. And then you know what they had to do after that? They had to adapt to the way their world was. Romans were looking for him. Jews were looking for him. They wanted him dead. They were throwing him in jail. They were crucifying him. They were catching him, doing everything they could. They had to adapt to that way of life. And how they were going to try to minister to people. Can you imagine? I mean, we have to adapt to people attacking us and calling us names and things like that. But they got caught. They went to jail or got killed a lot of the time. So they had to adapt to what they were seeing. They had to adapt to that time. Um, they would have, uh, I just read that part, sorry. But they were ready. See, that's the thing is they were ready. And that's because they did what? They grew. They pursued, they knew who they were pursuing, they knew who he was, and they adapted to that situation. So they grew, and they were ready, and i got to work this in every week. You ready? They were ready for the next level. And you guys, if you've been growing, you've been pursuing God, you're ready for that next step. You're ready for that next level. And that's, we're going to get there tonight, guys. I know I keep saying it because I'm excited, but we're going to talk about all the stuff that we've been through. Or you're going to think about it. Some of us are going to talk about it. But we're going to talk about all the stuff that we've been through. And we have to, and how we have to go out into this world and we have to tell the world of all the stuff that we've been through. And, yes, yeah, sometimes that's hard to do, isn't it? Because you don't want people to know your mess. Because it, it's a mess. But you have to realize that a lot of the times you were put into that mess. You didn't create the mess. Sometimes we create the mess. Other times the mess is just thrown upon us. But see, it's what God does in the midst of that mess that he wants you to testify about. And he wants you to tell the world. Because you know what? Your mess, there's probably a thousand other people out there, if not more, that are going through something similar or the very same thing that you are. And that's why we adapt, so that we can reach those different types of people. So they went out into all the world, the disciples did. They go out into all the world, and they begin to teach, and they begin to preach about all this. And you know what happened after that? They went separate ways. And we don't know a lot about what happened to the disciples. There's, of course, tradition of how they all died except John. They couldn't kill John. They put him into boiling oil, and they couldn't kill him, and John died an old man. But everybody else was 
either died of old age or, well, no, nobody died of old age except John. They were all supposedly killed for their faith. So, but they all went separate ways, but they were now equipped to go their separate way. You following me? You see, they all had a special gift, and they all had something unique about them. If you go back and you read, some of them were fishermen, others were, you had a tax collector, and others, so on and so forth, okay? They all had special talents. They were unique people. But God used them in very specific ways. So they went out to different places around the whole world. And this is just a theory of mine. I have a feeling that they were sent, God sent them to the type of people that he knew they could reach. And they went out into where? All the world. Because this is something I've preached about before, and I find it so fascinating, is that those disciples went out, and they reached somebody. And then the people that they reached reached somebody else. And it comes all the way down to us today, right here in this church, because of a disciple that went forward. So which disciple was it that led all the way down to you finding Christ? I know that's strange, and somebody's like, why would you even bother thinking about it? Because I like to think about strange things. It's pretty simple. But it's neat to think about that if they wouldn't have done what they've done, you wouldn't be sitting here. Because I would, anybody that I've led to the Lord may not have got led to the Lord because I wouldn't have been. So that should tell you how important what we've been talking about is. Why you've grown why you've pursued after God, why you have to adapt is because if you don't, the one that you're going to reach will never reach the one that they're going to reach, will never reach so on and so on and so on. That's how important it is. We can't just sit around on what God has done and not tell people about it. We have got to testify about what he's done. So tonight, we're going to do it. Y'all ready? I have asked a couple of people. I hope that uh They'll do it for me. I've asked uh, Zach, would you mind coming to share? All right, I've asked Zach to come and share just for a few minutes. This is it's all going to be part of the sermon here. So I've asked him to come and share about what God has been recently doing in him and his family's life. So I'm going to give him the mic and let him start preaching. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. I'm not good at talking in front of people. Uh, anyways, uh, I guess about... Five weeks ago, I uh, well, I guess it started about six weeks ago. God put it on my heart to come up here and 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 get delivered from cigarettes, and I chickened out. I did. I, I didn't do it the day I he told me he put it on my heart. So we put it on Brett's heart the next week, and Brett <laughs> called me out, and and I was delivered from cigarettes. I, I haven't smoked a cigarette in five weeks. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Also, just got a job. I also just got a, a raise in my job, a promotion. Quite uh, a bigger raise. So, yeah. I mean, he's bringing me through. He's yes. Uh, and what's he brought you out of? He brought me out of death. I mean, he brought me long ways and long and over a period of time. Can't hear you. He's brought me a long ways. He has. I mean, I, I used to be a drug addict, and you know, I used to be a really bad person, and I and I've been delivered from all of that. So. Praise Amen. Amen. Excited to see what God's doing with Zach and his family. There's a lot of a lot of big things coming up for them. So, Samantha, you sure? <laughs> all right. Anna. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Not a half an hour. 
I know, I know, because I can talk. That's, my, that's one of my gifts. Hi guys, I'm Anna, if you don't know. Um, I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. It wasn't pleasant. And then in adult life, I've been married and divorced twice. Um, events have happened and there was always a moment in my life that a calling to me. And I met Afton and Ashley in school. And I used school kind of like a refuge. It was a distraction away from what I was experiencing at home. From that, I went into a marriage that was very toxic. It was from start to finish, it wasn't very good. My three children suffered for it, and I'm suffering today for it. And then I got involved with somebody shortly after that, and I thought, wow, this is my opportunity to get away from such an abusive past. And he showed me a different light. He showed me a different side of somebody. And he loved me wholeheartedly, and I still believe that to this day. But he made a very bad mistake, and he's paying for it. And our marriage paid for it. I lost my home. I recently lost my children. Um, I haven't lost my job. I'm still working. Um, financially, it put me in a hard place. And I've had to like crawl out of that hole. So that day, when I had enough, I came over to Brett Nafton's house, and that's when Brett saved me. And he showed me that even though I didn't believe all those years, I cried out to somebody. I said, Lord, help me get through this. Lord, show me a better day. Lord, show me the light. And he finally did. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm here. And I'm here to tell you that your past doesn't define you. Right. I've learned that through this. Amen. What I've walked through and what I've overcome and what I've grown from and what I've pursued and what I've adapted to is why I'm here today. And that's why this message means so much to me. When I'm ready to share more, I'll share more. But thank you for listening. Amen. Amen. So I'm betting, I'm not going to, but I'm betting we could go around the room and everybody could share something that God's been doing for them and the way God has been changing our lives and the things that God has been doing. So we're going to continue on with this. And I'm so, I'm just, I'm so excited to see what God's doing because there was a time when, of course, I, I was at another church and there was a prophetic word that kept coming forth. And the prophetic word was, is get ready because the people that are going to be coming through the doors are, is going to be, it's going to be things you've never experienced before. And I didn't realize it at the time, but that word was for me because since I've, since I've joined Next Level Freedom Church, I've had to really adapt and look at things differently and interact differently and learn so much in just a year and a half or whatever, whatever it's been, Trenton, and how to do things. And God back then was preparing me for today, and it's just so amazing and just to give God praise and to give him thanks and throughout the course of this, before we're done, we're going to glorify. We're going to talk about glorifying God. So let's continue on, though. Luke chapter 8, verse 39 says, and a little background on this first. This is talking about the uh, Jesus casting out the demons and sending them into the pigs. We're not going to read all of it. I'm just going to read this last verse. It says, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. And he went away proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. 
So it's the story of Jesus casting the demons into the pigs. Now, this guy had a legion in him, a legion of demons. Now, I don't remember. Somebody, somebody tell me how much a legion is. It's like 2,000, what? 10,000? Well, it's a lot of thousands either way, okay? So he had a lot of demons. Most of us can't handle one, right? And this guy had a lot. He had a lot of demons in him. But you know what it says is that Jesus took it all, took it all out of him. And this guy had something to be thankful for, didn't he? I mean, Jesus literally took it all out of him. The point is, is that he had a life-changing experience. And Jesus said, go and let them know what's happened to you. So that's what I say to you guys tonight, and I say it to myself, is go. You've, you've got to let the world know what's happened to you. It's, I, you know, I don't think it's too early, and I don't think it's too late. Because when it happens and you've changed, you, there's, a, there's a drastic change in your life, let somebody know. You've got nothing to prove to anybody. Jesus did. It's nothing that we've done. We've, see, that's the thing that we've got to get out of our heads is, I've done this, and I've done this, and I've done this. No, Jesus has done this because he took it all on the cross. That's when it was done. That's when it was finished. When he said it is finished, it was finished. Now, yeah, we've came through battles, and we've came through hard times, but it was Jesus that took you through them. It was only him that got you through it. Life-changing experience. Let fellow believers know what God did. That's what we just did. I asked a couple of people to come up, and they did, and they testified about what God has been doing. And that, guys, we need to rejoice in what God is doing in other people's lives because, again, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about him. It's about what he has done. And you know what? The stuff that Anna has gone through, I don't want to go through it. The stuff, giving up cigarettes, I can't imagine giving up that kind of addiction. But he did it through God's help. Jesus took it. Just to be able to do those things and to say, look what God has done. If, if we cannot rejoice with each other about that, then what are we doing here? Because, this th- number one, that's what this place is for, is to come in here to fellowship, to get built up, to let the Holy Spirit work in our lives, and then to go out there. And to get them saved. I've heard a lot of times that people have said that the church is a hospital. And I, I, I don't like that. Because people aren't supposed to come here to get saved. We're supposed to come here and get filled up and get ready to go. Go get them saved. And then bring them back to the recovery center so that we can mentor them back to health. So that we can get them back ready so that then they can be sent out. How many, I mean, it happens, don't get me wrong, but I didn't get saved in a church. A lot of people get saved in a church, but a lot of people won't come to church. The church has got to go to the people. And your testimony and what you do, you go out there and you share with a drug addict or you go out there and you share with uh, people that have been through the same types of situations that you have been, then you can bring them back in. And then the church collectively as a whole can begin to minister to them and bring them back to health. We've, these are the things that we've got to do. And it all starts with you growing, pursuing, adapting, and then testifying about what God has done for you. Don't be afraid to share the goodness of God because who you were is not who you are now. Where you've been is not where you're going if you're pursuing God. You're leaving all that, I'm going to say, all that crap behind because it's not who you are. 
But see, here comes the problem is you've got to believe that. Because a lot of times people will take the crap with them all the way into the, where they're going into their new part of life because they, want, they just can't shake the things that they've done. We've got to shake off the things that we've done because who you were is not who you are now. You've got to believe that. You have to believe that. Even if the world wants to look down on you, you know what I say? Let them look because at least they're looking at you. And if you're really shining Jesus, then they're going to see Jesus in you. So if they're looking, let them look. Who cares what they think? Because who you were, which is who they're thinking that you are, is not who you are now. So whose opinion really matters? God's or the world's? Amen? Hmm. I hope somebody's getting it out there. So I say let them look. Ephesians 4, verse 17. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. If we have been changed, if we have grown and now have a relationship with God, we must tell the world, let them know what happened. I know y'all like to talk because we stand out there after church most nights and we talk. And I go home and go to bed really late and wake up really tired because everybody likes to talk. And I like to talk. Why can't we tell the world what, what he's done? We come here and we can share and we can testify. But I'm telling you, there's a time coming. God is going to put people in each and every one of your guys' paths, and including mine. And we're going to have to give an account for what God's done for us. Because the world, we're getting to a place there's going to be a lot of hurt church members. We talked about that, I think, last week. There's going to be a lot of hurt people. There's going to be a lot of hurt unchristians because of all the stuff that's getting ready to come out that's happening, on, happening in the world. They may not be Christians, but they're going to be hurt by it because there's going to be a lot of disgusting things probably come out in the very near future. You've got to be ready for it. People have been lied to terribly for the last few years. It's all going to come out, and you better be ready to testify about the goodness of God. So you better know who God is. You better be in your scriptures. You better be praying. You better be saying, God, how can I share today? The world doesn't have faith. You can't just tell the world. You understand that? And I thought about this. We can't just tell the world because as Christians, we have faith, right? We can't see Jesus, but we know that he's real. We know because of the experiences that we have had with him, because of what the scripture says. We know that he's real. But see, the world works a little differently. You can't just tell the world. They, they're going to believe in what they can see. So what's the first thing they see? It's not your words and the things that you say. There's other ways that you testify besides speaking. You better look like a Christian. You better act like a Christian. And I'm not talking about wearing a Christian t-shirt and thinking you look like a Christian. Your light better be shining. We're all guilty of not turning the light bulb on, okay? We're all guilty of not letting it shine. But the first thing the world is going to see is you and how you are living, not what you're talking about. So there's two parts to this. They need to see the new you. So go and let your life and your growth be what allows others to see and watch what happens. Let your life be the example that this world needs. I know some of you guys, and I don't know all the stories of your whole lives, but you guys have been through things that I haven't been through. 
things I don't want to go through. Okay? Don't wish it on nobody. But you know what? The great thing is, is that you're not outside that door anymore. You're inside. You're amongst a body of believers that is not judging you for a past or pushing you towards a better future because of what God has said he has for you. And there's some of you that God has revealed some things and that we've been sharing with some of you guys that God's revealed things that there's greater purposes for your life and you're walking into them. We're seeing those prophecies be fulfilled that God has spoken over you. We're seeing those things begin to take place. Testify with your actions first, then with your story. Let the world see your light. And when they say, what is it about you? I had a lady tell me one time, she... This is the first time anybody ever prophesied over me. It never happened before. I, was, I thought she was kind of crazy at first, okay? I ain't going to lie. Okay, someone grabs your hand and just starts speaking word over you, and you're like, what? <laughs> you know, so that's how it was. But she said that there will be a point in time in your life when you walk down the street and people will turn and look at you and want to know what they just walked past because the power of God would be so strong. And I'm like, Lord, I have failed because I'm not there. But I think about that word that she gave me all the time, and I strive to get there. And I think that's what the word was for, was so that I would strive to be closer to him. And I hope I get to that point someday. I really do. So testify with your actions, then with your story. And I'm almost done. A little bit shorter of a message tonight, I know. I'm not done yet. I said I'm almost done. Okay, well, hey, uh, wasn't sure she was going to do that, but we have somebody else that wants to testify. Are you ready to do it now? All right, well, then I'm not going to finish yet, just yet. You'll have to listen to me one more time. Come on up, Tara. My name is is Tara, and uh, I wasn't going to testify tonight because um, I thought that I needed more time under my belt that uh, that people may think, you know, well, she's only, she's only been changed for a couple months. But then I read that scripture up there, and I thought about all the scriptures in the Bible that talk about when God does something, he says, as soon as he does it, he says, you go tell the world soon as he does it. He doesn't say, wait around, so people think you got some time under your belt, but when you have an encounter with God, you know it. You know it. Yeah. Um, and that's what happened to me. I've, um, I've got 14 felonies. I've been to prison. I've spent seven years in prison. I lost custody of my child. I lost my nursing license. I was homeless. I was kicked out of my house. I wasn't allowed to see my grandchildren. There was absolutely nothing that would make me quit doing drugs. Nothing. There was no rock bottom for me. It didn't exist. Nothing that was held over my head would make me stop. I did not care. I was going to get high. But 
one night. I had an encounter with God. And he told me, if you will give that up for me, I will give you so much more. I will give you so much more. And I was standing out on a Highway 72 in the middle of the night. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Out in, I had drugs in my hand. I had a pipe in my hand. And I said, okay. I don't need this. I need you. I do not need this. I need you. And I yelled that as loud as I could yell it. And I took those drugs that I had that I could never let go of, and I dumped them in the rocks, and I kicked them all around so that they were scattered everywhere. And still, I was having a hard time letting go of that pipe because it was loaded with drugs and I just had a flash before me I had a flash of my granddaughter and something said to me if you can't give this up if, 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 if you can't give this up if, if there's a gun to her head and they said you throw that down or she's dead I threw that thing as fast and as hard as I could throw it and I landed on Highway 72 and it shattered everywhere and I said God I don't need this I need you and as I've not touched it since that was 62 days ago he's given me the most amazing strength that there is you would not understand the strength that God has given me. He told me that if I would give that up, that he would do so, so much for, for me. And that is what he's done. I have never been so happy. He gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Your love, the love in your heart for people and God's preach everything. If you don't understand I never understood but I do now and I just hope that if you have something that you can't give up that you know that he will replace it so so much more thank you And that's what it's about, amen? It's all about him. So I'm going to end this this evening. That's a good note to end on. I don't want to mess that up. So I'm just going to read this last part. You've grown. You've chosen to pursue God. We must adapt to reach the world. And a great way of doing this is to testify about what he's done. And that's what we've done tonight. By letting them see and then telling your story. Your life can save someone else's life by showing them the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus. It's all about Jesus. So, 
I have down here, next week we glorify, but God changed that <laughs> today at work. So next week we amplify. We're going to talk about amplifying and making some noise for the Lord in this time. So that's where we're going next week. All right, so I hope y'all got blessed tonight because I surely was blessed hearing you guys testify and share those stories about what God has done. Tara, I'm so glad that you came up here. I was hoping you would. I was hoping God was going to work on your heart back there because I really wanted you to do that, but I wasn't going to push you. wasn't my place to push you. So, uh, Guys, I guess we're going to go ahead and close the online audience. keyboard um so uh with that said if you guys don't know christ as your savior i encourage you to find him because he is doing a wonderful work in our in our lives right now so it's real simple all you have to do is say dear lord i know that i'm a sinner i know that i failed you please forgive me of my sins come into my life change me and be lord of my life in jesus name amen If you said that, welcome to the family of God. It's about you and God. It's not about that prayer. It's about you making a decision to follow after him. All right, guys, God bless and thanks.